When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are we having fun yet? (laughs) (laughs) Right? From those commercials? Beer commercials. Right? Hi, I'm Alexander Chester, and... Holy shit, Casey! And I'm Obstinensky, and I don't know if I could start over a new podcast again. Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, formerly a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast, and presently a Party Down podcast. We are here today to discuss Season 3, Episode 6, Sepulveda Basin High School Spring Play Opening Night, which originally aired on March 31st, 2023, and... I'm sorry, Al, but my ayahuasca is kicking in. Woo! <laughs> and I've got to say, oh, Chester was right. I nailed it. I nailed it. I was the Thank one who you. said it would be the yep. final scene. Um, I just, I just want to count the ways that I, I won here. So, so number yes, one, of course, I, pla- I, I planted my flag from the beginning of the season that we were getting Casey back in episode six. You certainly and, did. And I was generally dismissed. Um, uh, I also planted the flag that Ken Marino is one of the greatest uh, thespians of our or any era. And um, everyone mocks and dismisses me, of course, about that one as well. Ken comes on the podcast. His reaction to my Casey theory made people even more certain that I was wrong. And I said, well, look, Ken is such a great actor that maybe his reaction was just an example of that. And I was right about all of it. So very (laughs) excited. Yeah, no, you uh, you certainly have uh, every right to scream it from the rooftops. You you called it early. You you stood by it in the face of... Very evidence. Yeah, very yeah. very low odds. Um, and uh, you know, yeah, you were rewarded. Um, I, you know, I certainly uh, was convinced by Ken, which you know, that's his job, right? In that situation, he can't say, "Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal this <laughs> secret on this stupid podcast." Yeah. Um, the good news is that even if we broke the news, like nobody would know because the you know the party down account uh, doesn't recognize our existence. Um, do they recognize our right to exist? I think we have a right to exist, but they don't they don't really recognize it. Um, but yeah, no, it's um that was very delightful. Of course, um, the one downside is that I got completely spoiled by it by you, uh, because of your celebratory text that you sent me late last night. I woke oh, up. Oh, you told me you said to me yesterday, watch the episode at midnight so we can podcast Friday morning. So I, I thought you were doing the same. No, I did I said you could watch them at midnight. I fell asleep um because I couldn't stay up that late. Um, but it's fine. I, you know, I, I saw your text saying emergency podcast right now. And I was like, all right, I know what happens. Um <laughs> sorry, but it's all sorry. it's 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 all good. It's not like it's yeah. like actually impacted the plot of the episode or anything like that. But then um, but so then I have a question. So then as you're watching and she doesn't appear, doesn't appear, doesn't appeal to the end credit scene. Do you think at any point in the episode maybe it was something else? No, I, I I think I do. Between that and the uh, the Kirby pocket gif that you sent in the <laughs> in the the party down proper group, um, I was very confident that yeah. that that that's what that what it was. 
Um, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, and and like, I knew, I mean, I think I just kind of always expected that if if we were getting this, that it would be in that capacity that like, he wasn't going to be in the episode that like, it was just going to be kind of like this afterthought. I was actually surprised that we got her in person. I thought it was going to be like, um, like on a zoom Zoom call or something like that, the way we've been getting constants because of, you know, we've been told she wasn't available. So I figured she was really unavailable. Um, what was interesting is that you, you know, you were celebrating and I was, I was actually thinking, oh, but like, it's possible that, that Ken didn't even realize because in my head, the scene was just like, uh, a Casey Henry scene. But then I remember that he actually is in the scene at the end. So, and he he literally says, oh, Casey's back. Yeah, so um, what yeah. we've definitely established is that Ken Marino is a liar. Um, yes. But, you know, when your, job, when your job is to lie, you know, you got to lie. That's what he had to do in that situation. So we, I, uh, I, no I hard feelings. Think, I also think, by the way, that the evidence for season three is even stronger because four. Ken was sort of, or season four, excuse me, because Ken was sort of equally dismissive of that. <laughs> so now everything that Ken is dismissive of is actually happening. It's, yes, it's really yes, uh, it's it's uh, whatever, yes, it's it's a bizarro Ken. Anything you ask him, the answer is yeah. reversible. He also said there's no way that Trump is going to get indicted. Yeah, yeah, Ken, haha, you failed. <laughs> yeah, joke's on you, Ken. <laughs> yeah, let's bring him back for more uh, reverse predictions. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So obviously that, that really ended up, ended uh, this the season and this, the episode on a high for me. So, and, and hopefully for, for you and for many others as well, should we uh, jump into it? Yeah, let's go. Let's go for it. Um, season three, episode six, um, directed by Wendy Stanzler, written by John Embaum, Rob Thomas, and Dan Etheridge. Let's go. <laughs> And we start out watching the be- the beginning of the end, the end of the beginning, uh, the final scene of Henry's school play uh, of Medea, I think it's called. And the show ends and it's a huge hit. Everyone is celebrating backstage as they take their final curtain call. And Henry invites all the kids out into the courtyard for some kettle corn and Sprite. And the kids are really excited. Oh, real Sprite? He's like, no, store brand, of course. And they go out and they see that this is not just a small little uh, kettle corn and Sprite get together, but there's actually a whole big party that's being worked by the party down crew. And it turns out that Evie has planned this big surprise celebratory bash for Henry. And Henry is very excited at first. He's like, oh, this is so cool. Thank you so much. He's like, wait, do I have to work this? And uh, that's our uh, final um Final uh, credits of the season. We, uh, we and, and I, I really like how they did it because you know we were saying last week like it would be really lame and illogical for Henry to bring the party down cat in front of his high school kids. Right. You know he doesn't want he doesn't want independent George, George and relationship George to mix. So yeah. I like how they did it. How no, it's not him who did it. It's his girlfriend who uh, has a history of hosting parties for her boyfriends that are a little off base. Well intentioned, <laughs> but uh, not exactly what the boyfriends had in mind. Yeah, yeah, that that is kind of her brand. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Evie. Uh. You know, he's a she's congratulating Henry. She gives him uh, lots of kudos on the most incest she has ever seen in a high school play. Mm, yeah. And she's wondering, like, you know, are you starting to get wistful? You're going to miss all this because, of course, you'll soon be heading over with me to Tunisia, Tunisia. Sorry, to play Colonel Jaffro Barlorian, which I would say is like the most Game of Thronesy name one could conjure, right? 
Um, yeah. I'm not really I sure. I assume that was the point, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, it's a little bit of a mix. Cause like Jafro obviously is kind of like a play on Joffrey. So that's like a, that's a Baratheon yeah. name, but Barlorian to me sounds like more of a, uh, Targaryen name. Maybe it's a, it certainly seems like a, it's an Eastern name. Oh, I, Game of Thrones yeah, I don't know if they were that focused on the uh, specific. Uh, yeah, probably not. Probably not. Your geography of, uh, of, uh, of, the, of that world. I'm looking by the way, on the Medea, um, listing modern productions and adaptations on the Wikipedia page. And the most recent one they have is on TV is a Korean w- remake um, from uh, 2015 to 2017. So they need to update to say uh, it was also featured in the final episode of season three of Party Down in 2023. Oh, well, awesome. Well, yeah, that is correct. So Ron comes over to congratulate Henry. He's giddy about the play. It was so filled with action. There was so much romance. And Evie's like, you know, they were brother and sister, right? Um, which he, of course, did not. And we note that Ron is not in his pink bow tie. He's not wearing the party down uniform. Henry compliments him on his uh, very dashing suits. And Ron explains that, you know, I'm a full fledged owner now, you know, I'm above the, such things. I don't have to like dress like, you know, all you common folk anymore because I have to um, steer my attention where it needs to be. Vendors luncheons, affiliates luncheons, other luncheons. He's been the owner all season. So I'm a little confused why the uniform comes off now. But anyhow. Yeah. Um, and his phone rings and it's his lawyer. Um, but we he, always know because he always answers his lawyer's calls by announcing Gene Sleeves, world's greatest. Lawyer. <laughs> yes. And you'd think he'd learn given that 0% of Gene's calls bear good news to yeah. uh, amend his intro, but he doesn't. Yes. Not. And um, it is indeed bad news again, which we'll, yes. uh, we'll get into it in a little bit. Yeah. Now we do also have right in the beginning um, sort of the throwaway discovery that Roman's idea was a billion dollar business uh, won and lost in one month. But they give no other information. And I could not figure out what the hell are they talking about. Like, uh, uh, do you have any explanation for what happened to Roman's idea? Nothing happened to his idea. Smidgen, the, the, the streaming service, went under. Oh, 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 that, oh that, was, that was the series of letters in the headline. I didn't understand what that was talking about. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Smidgen. Yeah, oh, so I he, see, I see. So he sold his screenplay to Smidgen. And within a month, the company went belly up. And now they own the screenplay. But as he said, now it's just like hitting, uh, sitting on like a spreadsheet in some hedge fund lawyer's uh, computer or something. Um, yeah, no, which, I'm not a bankruptcy lawyer. But if they own that intellectual property, right? You would think someone would swoop in and buy up a bunch of these scripts for pennies on the dollar, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it, 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 a hedge fund has no value for it. So some other production, and I'm not saying that they will care about the idea at all. They probably won't. But at least it'd be theoretically possible for. Yeah, well, maybe the hedge fund wants to securitize all these scripts and and sell them on the public markets. I've invested in a one percent holding in Roman script. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's it's interesting you say that. I was thinking the same thing, but I do know just as like as an entertainment fan, not someone who works in the entertainment industry or as an entertainment lawyer, that I feel like this is a common story, that this does happen to projects that, you know, the, the company that buys them gets in financial trouble and then just like the project is over. And yeah. I don't know why these assets are not treated the way, you know, other types of assets are that they would like, you know, go into bankruptcy and, you know, you would sell off as many as they can to pay off your creditors. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe just these are more subjective in terms of what their value is. So it's hard to to do that. But you would think they would just be like, all right, we have this, you know, library of hundreds of scripts. We'll we'll sell them to the highest bidder and you do whatever you want with them. Yeah. No, though, I mean, practically, it's probably the same thing because we know. 
you know, it's it's usually personal one executive who likes the idea. It's, I mean, right. like inside inside for that happens, right? Where Russell is right. the one who likes Jerry. And then when Russell runs off to impress Elaine and joins Greenpeace, who is it? Rita Carson or Carson, something like that, I think is the one who replaces um, yeah. Russell as the head of NBC. And she, uh, her first, uh, her first act of, uh, at the head of NBC is to put the kibosh on that, obviously. Yeah. And so, yeah. Okay. Probably, probably bad news for Roman. Shouldn't have sold his idea to a, um, no, to never, a vacuum, a vacuum ne- machine screen uh, <laughs> streamer. Yeah. Never sell out. Uh, meanwhile, Kyle, uh, is excited because he has apparently killed his lost boys callback. And the person who was originally cast Dean jammers for the lead role has been canceled for tweeting that James Bond should only be played by a man. Hmm. Very controversial take. Yeah. Kyle serves a couple of sprites to the kids and he compliments them on the romantic play. And he too is surprised to learn that these two characters were brother and sister. So uh, the incest seems to have been lost on the majority of the party down crew. Yes. Um, So backstage, we have Lucy and Saxon and Lucy is watching Saxon's escalator faceplant video for which he's apparently trending. Um, It's a little bit confusing because this was already a few weeks ago that this happened. I don't know why it took so long for this to go viral. Yeah. Uh, And also things uh, are viral and then they disappear pretty quickly. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So this should should be like gone. Uh, Saxon should have like already forgotten about it. Like that's how quick these things generally go. Um, Lucy's like, I'm not really clear on what it is you do or how it works, Um, but I think we could all put ourselves in that camp. Yeah. But also we've been sort of speculating about uh, what generation Lucy is. And this seems to push her further away from the Saxon generation. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Lucy, too, is working on what she thinks is her ticket out of this whole uh, mess of a party down existence. And she because she has an audition with Hauteur, which is this like very, very upscale, trendy restaurant. And she has prepared a dish for her audition that includes two thousand dollars worth of saffron mm-hmm. threaded over a core of mentholated wasabi in a mm-hmm. pine cone reduction. I don't mm-hmm. really know what any of those words mean other than pine cone. Yeah. And I think. um uh, at the moment that we see that, we immediately know that Ron is going to eat this at some point <laughs> in the episode. Oh, interesting! I didn't, uh, I didn't connect that. Uh, when, when, when she shows it and that it's sitting there in the kitchen at this other event, it was okay. All right, to me, oh. I was like, all right, obviously Ron is going to accidentally eat it. Yeah, um, mentholated means it's treated with or containing menthol. Yeah, okay. like mints or cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, she says it's uh, it will provide floral earthiness to sinus devastation within three seconds. <laughs> Yeah. Devastation seems to be much more frequently used in Lucy's cooking than in uh, most people's. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so Ron arrives. He's on the phone with Constance, who is um, at some sort of ayahuasca resort. Of course. Um, maybe she's there with Aaron Rodgers. Mm. And he explains that she he needs her help because apparently all the invoices are going to her business manager, Gary, instead of to Ron which is obviously makes it hard for him to pay the invoices. We don't want to end up with another blue plane situation, right? For failure to pay an invoice. <laughs> yes. But you can't pay the invoices if you don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. Also true. And Con- Constance just has one refrain, which is that she doesn't understand anything about business. <laughs> this this her, this whole thing here felt very similar to me to um, Nan Pierce in the... Uh, Premiere oh, yeah. of succession where she's yeah. like, Oh, I don't know this whole business thing. Meanwhile, oh, yeah, by the way, I own the whole business now. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand business, I don't know how this happened. Don't talk to me, it's all above my head. Yeah, 10 billion is it? Yeah, for sure. 
yeah, so we have um, Lydia has arrived at the party. She's congratulating Henry as well. She's like, I'm really sorry I missed the play, but I heard it was great. Everyone is saying it was so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> and what we find out is that Escapade has moved on to uh, bigger and better things. She's got like this new part. And they are, in fact, now both signed up with Ted Fine. Um, Escapade seemingly more of a professional arrangement and Lydia perhaps in a uh, social arrangement with Ted. Romantic, so, hopefully. Yes. Yeah, hopefully romantic. Uh, hopefully they're not brother and sister. Mm. That'd be and, a plot twist. Yeah, and uh, Kyle rushes over and he wants Lydia to negotiate for him because he, he thinks this call for uh, the part is coming in. So she grabs the phone. And as soon as she does, um, the lights go out because the vice principal Mittman is here, mm. played, of course, by the great Dan Beckendahl. Yeah, f- f- uh, friend of the pod, friend of the pod, very good friend of the pod. Um, who I, I'm trying to remember, what was his exact role on Curb? I'm, I'm like blanking on it. So, um, yes, who did he play on Curb? Um, I looked this up last night and then I forgot again, which is not <laughs> ideal. <laughs> He played a waiter. Oh yeah, he played the waiter who sort of snoops and uh and, and reports obnoxiously. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Remember? To um 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 he's always like listening in and annoying them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was okay. in season eleven. Yeah. No, season eight, episode six. Oh, yeah. Oh there are there have been eleven seasons. Yeah, that was a lie. <laughs> yeah, no, season season eight. Yes, yes. Uh it was in the hero. It was in the hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one with where, uh, yeah. yes, where it ends with yeah. uh, Larry attacking the guy with the bread. Yes. Um, okay, so he's uh, he's come here to shut everything down. Um, the, Evie and Henry kind of play dumb. She's like, oh, I didn't know that, like, you know, this was such a big deal. He's like, you didn't realize that you couldn't have a party on school grounds without a permit and serve alcohol. She's like, well, when you put it that way, he's like, and food, you have food here, too. <laughs> yeah. he's like, Wait, food is worse than alcohol. Yeah. He's like, well, yeah, because you have a non-union caterer here and that's going to very greatly anger the food service union. You don't want to mess with them. Uh, but basically, he's uh, he's willing to leave it as a warning to Henry, tells everyone to get the hell out of here. Just go home and we'll we'll pretend like this didn't happen. And um, everyone's very sad that the party has been wrapped up other than Kyle, who is uh, cheering himself on as he is getting both. The, uh, he's getting the part and seemingly upon favorable terms negotiated by, by Lydia. Yeah, it seems like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Lydia, Lydia still got it, even though yeah. he's technically out of the biz. Yeah, no, she, oh, she's I guess, she, I guess she's not out of the biz. She's just not representing Escapade anymore. Yeah, she just needs new clients. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder if she has any other clients. Probably not, if I had to guess. Yeah, uh, she seems like a one client woman. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so the crew starts cleaning up the party and the kids come and say, come on, we want to keep this going. Like, we have an idea. And the idea seems to be to be to break back into the school and continue yeah. the party there, which just seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, good to be young and uh, stupid. I just watched Armageddon Time uh, okay. last night also. Yeah. And apparently breaking into schools has minimal consequences these days. Yeah. 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 Um, I never broke into school. I'm usually people usually try to break out of school. So this is very. Yeah. Confusing. I um I, I don't know if I'd call it breaking in, but we once um, snuck into our school in the middle of the night and broke in and went into the office to do uh, terrible things to like the desks of all the administrators we didn't like. Ooh. And well, then what, um, you, what do you, you do? Uh, I mean, I don't know. We like rub the, the keyboards on our butts and stuff like that. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That'll show them. Yes. And we took pictures of it. So 
Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Always, I can, I'll send you some pictures after we finish recording. Always very smart to take pictures of your criminal conspiracy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, is you taking notes? Yeah, I think the statute of limitations has expired on that one. But um, <laughs> I, I need to say, like, Henry is such a selfish prick for trying to guilt Ron into letting him have this after party in the school. <laughs> because, like, Harry is about to quit his job at the school to go be a movie star. So he obviously doesn't give a shit. But, like, this liability would easily destroy Party Down and all of Ron's savings. And so it's and, and like Henry knows this. And so the fact that he just doesn't care is like is completely like just shockingly obnoxious to me. And and, and Henry's always been a little bit of the bad guy. But this is really like one of his worst moves, I thought. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. He does really uh, lay it on thick for Ron. I was just um, listening. What po- I was listening to a podcast last week that was talking about. Um, what podcast was it? It was, it was an interview with an actress. So I'm going to or so I'm going to guess my, it might have been um, WTF because I don't know how many podcasts I'm listening to. They're interviewing actresses. And she was talking about how much she loves Adam Scott and how much she loves Party Down because he's such an asshole on Party Down and he so rarely gets to be the asshole. And I, I was sort of surprised because like my position has been that he's an asshole, but I, it doesn't I didn't know that was like a consensus opinion. And so I was sort of surprised yeah. by the certainty which which she said that. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not framed as like the asshole of the show. Like he's he's probably the protagonist of the show, and I think he's mostly shown to be in a favorable light. I I think it's yeah, like his asshole so, issue is like more nuanced. Yeah, so I was a little surprised by her um the stridency with which she said that, but I agree. So good for yeah, her. Good for her. Good for her. Good point. I don't remember who it was. Um, well, good point to whoever you are out there. You yeah. nailed it. Yeah, might it have been? Um, all right, I don't remember. Anyway, it might it might have whoever you were going to say. Um, so yeah, so of course, Ron, like Ron too is like, he's like, well, like I could get all this liability and, and even worse, the, the food service unit will be after me. Those guys should fuck up. Fuck shit yeah. up. Sorry, yeah, you gotta be careful them. I, I think, I think it actually might have been, um, not, not an actress, but I think it might've been Juliet Littman from the ringer. Uh-huh. Because yes, it, it was, it was on the Adventureland uh, rewatchables podcast that she said that. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so, um, yeah, so head, um, what's it called? Um, Ron is like, is super excited about Henry's role. <laughs> he, Henry's like, I don't understand. He's just like this bureaucratic administrator. <laughs> Ron's like, yeah, he's my favorite character. He keeps shit running. Without him, there would be nothing. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, so he basically says that like he's gonna, he's gonna go run, uh, run interference on Mittman while, uh, while uh, Henry takes the kids back in to, to start the party back up. so Yeah, and, and it just completely makes no sense how dozens of people are going to go into the library playing music, loud noises, lights. Um, this this dickhead prin- vice principal who came to ruin the party, he just came, told everybody to leave, and then left without checking if everybody left. Like, it makes no sense. Also, there's no, like, security that would notice, you know, dozens and dozens of people in the library. There's no cameras. A spoiler alert, by the end of the episode, we'll know that there are cameras everywhere because, um, you know, Mittman uses it against right. uh, so yeah, it, there's no yeah. way Mittman would leave until every last student has sure. like left the, the yeah. His whole stick is that he wants to be the party pooper. So yeah, but, but yeah. yeah, but that's fine. Then we don't have an episode. Yeah, so they uh, everyone goes to the after party. Um, Kyle is like, this after party is great, but it's like not as good as the one I once went to at Hauteur for this uh, <laughs> party I was once at. Um, for you know, for a movie I was once in. And people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you went to Hauteur. It's like so exclusive that you can't even get a reservation. They have to invite you to come. Mm. And he's like, he's just on top of the world. You know, I'm going to be Damien in the new movie. 
And Roman is like, I just can't believe this how it worked out. Very, very even Steven between the two of them, right? Roman yeah. Was up, Kyle is down. Now Kyle is up. Roman's down. But but it's in particular. Roman is watching with uh, lecherous and disturbing, uh, uh, I think, as as Kyle is flirting with uh, Cloris, who is a high school student. Yes. Which is pretty gross. Uh, it was gross when he was doing it with, um, you know, with with, um, with Lydia's daughter Escapade when she was like 14 and he was whatever, like yeah. 23. But now he's like almost 40. It's not great. It's not great that he's doing it. It's not great that Roman is jealous of him forgetting it. But um, yeah, all, all around, not great. Yeah. Evie asks Henry if they want to uh, leave to go uh, leave the kids themselves so they can go make out or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. them have fun. Um, they grab a bottle of champagne. They leave all the other champagne, of course, which, you know, Henry is now a teacher who's giving the kids a bunch of alcohol in an unsupervised party in a school. Like, it's not that he should be fired. I think he should probably go to jail for this. Right? Like, this is <laughs> oh, very, very bad. This is very irresponsible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Roman, but to be Roman, clear, if I was in high school, I would think it was cool. But right. You know, yeah, no, he's, very, he's very cool slash a criminal. Yes. Um, yeah. Roman is just like really down. Like, he can't believe that now he has to like come up with a new idea. Like, Lucy's like trying to. There are no him. more ideas. You got to. There are no more ideas. You yeah. have to. You have to persevere. And this kid who's like over here, he's like, well, what about a movie about a guy who doesn't realize that he's a robot robot? And uh, Roman's like, you mean like Blade Runner? And the guy's like, he was a he was a robot in that. Um, Like, so he completely uh, missed the ending of Blade Runner, apparently. Um, Although I think it's like left ambiguous in Blade Runner. Um, I think it's like the consensus view is that we find out that he's really a um, I can't remember the word is in, in that movie, but basically you know, an AI robot um, as opposed to a real person. Uh, but I don't think it's like explicit is my memory, but some, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Someone out there. I'm sure you've never seen Blade Runner. No, I have not seen Blade Runner. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So Ron is like following Mittman around doing like reconnaissance to, to see where he's heading. I don't know why he's doing this. Like I thought like the way he left it, I thought he was going to go like schmooze with Mittman and like kind of like, you know, hurry him along. Like, I don't know why he's like spying on him. Yeah, well, I mean, so his shtick, Ron explains that he's just going to be the head of the catering company, just walking around to make sure right. that nobody's left. Doing a final sweep. Yeah, doing a sweep. Then he's going to run into the Veep doing the but sweep. That's, yeah, but, then, that's not, yeah. but that's not what he's doing. He's like snooping around trying to like, yeah. track him from behind. Which yeah, is it's, like it's, not what you would be doing if you yeah. were the caterer doing a final really, sweep. Yeah. Well, like, he's Ron, acting yeah. very suspicious. Yeah, well, Ron's bad at stuff. Yeah, so, Ron, yeah. Ron, Ron is wildly incompetent. That's true. Um. So, uh, but his phone rings again while he's in the middle of it, and it's Constance again, who spoke to Gary, and apparently Constance is now the majority owner of the company because Ron's lawyer filled out the forms wrong. Mm, yeah, that's, that's how owning that's how owning a company works. Yeah, you just fill out the forms. <laughs> you fill out a form. Yeah. Um, and Ron's like, "Well, can you fix this? Like, we need to fix this, right?" But like, he's like, "Oh, sorry, the the Ayuska is kicking <laughs> in. I gotta go." Yeah. Um, but like, it's so. My understanding of Ayuska is that ayahuasca, ayahuasca, whatever. I don't know. Um, Is that it's initially very good and then eventually very bad or is it the opposite? It's the opposite. opposite. I mean, I I don't have personal experience, but what I, but from my understanding, like you, you spend a lot of time vomiting and being grossed out. And then after that, you have a wonderful experience. Yeah. It's like, supposedly people say it's like the worst day of your life followed by the best day of your life. Oh, I didn't know it was all day. I thought it was like or whatever, much, whatever, yeah. whatever the time period is. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So then this makes sense. So it's kicking in now and then eventually she'll be in a good place. I don't know. Anyway, she she's on drugs. Yeah. Um, Although, so I, so I personally shortly. would not would not be interested in that trade for what it's worth. Um, my my life is fine. Like I don't yeah, the need trade. to like. Yeah, I don't need to go down to the depths of hell just to like you know 
taste like yeah. sweetness. I don't, for a I don't know if it's that hell, but I just in general, I really hate vomiting and I, it's yeah. very unpleasant to me. So yeah. I, I don't want anything that's going to cause me to vomit. And especially the combination of vomiting and diarrhea. It's like one without the other <laughs> I can tolerate, but it's like when it's coming out of both ends, you're just like in for a disaster. Yeah. You, you, you need some kind of like dual toilet situation. <laughs> yeah, you just like you need something to be functioning properly. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had both at the same time, but it, it doesn't sound very good. <laughs> um, so um ron um ron sits down with mitman who offers him some weed and yeah. they're enjoying the joint while uh back inside evie and henry are sharing a bottle of champagne so it's uh you know our two romantic pairs enjoying their time together yeah I, we've talked before about how like the the way that this show's approach to marijuana is very strange and this to me is another example of it because mitman goes from like the biggest dickhead to like the most chilled guy in the world like he has a complete massive dramatic personality change of 180 degrees based on smoking one joint um, just, well i feel like what we what we've learned about mitman here is that the he has a deeper epiphany that the joint caused perhaps well but i think also okay. just like his his inner essence is not the like mean bad cop bully okay, like, he doesn't sure, want to be that but 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 he's never allowed it to come out and then all of a sudden tonight is the night right okay fine yeah um yeah, I guess right. I guess this um hanging out with Ron here is um uh, I think I don't think it's just a joint. I think they have a conversation here uh that we'll, you know, that we'll talk about yeah. where about how like you know you've you know inspired uh, him. You would you know well not him per se, right? But it's like the, well, yeah, him and then the you people, know, and then he had another break and then another the, and then another well, and then another. <laughs> well, but I don't but it wasn't even him, right? It was a different vice principal. Yeah, yeah, yes. The vi- but the, it's like the, the, collect- vice the collective you have inspired yeah. me. Uh, yeah, I love what he describes the like not completely not straight line that yes. his progress. I said, it's like, well, and then I went, then I had another relapse, and yeah. then, but now I'm the company, but then now apparently I don't really own the company. And right now know, I'm doing drugs again. So. <laughs> but, but everything yeah. is great. Everything is great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the kids, you know, inside are uh, keep pitching ideas to Roman, but like everything's already been done. There's no mm-hmm. ideas left. He had the last one and now it's gone. And Kyle is like, you know, still celebrating. He pulls out the call sheet to show them, you know, what a big deal he is now. And they're like, yeah, but like, why does it say that you're number seven? I thought you said you're like the main character. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. It makes sense. Uh, let me see that. And what he realizes is that he's actually playing Damien Sr., the dad, not Damien Jr., the main character. Yeah, um, and it kind of annoys me how annoyed Kyle is about this, and 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 how Ro- Ro- and how Roman is so excited that you know even Steven is balanced out because he's still number seven in a big movie, which is pretty impressive for a guy Kyle who's you know slilling and derves right now, not even you know in the business at all. And so I, I you know I understand that he's so vain that he doesn't want to be seen as the dad, right. but like Roman is so happy to see Kyle's like. Dismay, and it just doesn't make sense because it's still ultimately a win for Kyle, even if Kyle right. maybe is too idiotic to realize it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, Roman- yeah. when you're if you're over the age of 30 in Hollywood, I mean, especially if you're a woman, but also as a man, yeah, they're gonna age you up, right? Like the, the moms of, of teenagers are usually actresses who are like you know 38 or whatever. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Like Kyle's disappointment is one thing, it's like doesn't make complete sense, but it makes some sense. Roman's delight makes no sense at all like yeah. yeah as you said this is still a huge win for kyle to have be now post cancellation back in a big movie yeah. only and, the like, second biggest star oh no right yeah so okay so like you know maybe you now recognize that you're a little bit older and those are the types of roles that you have to pursue but those are there's still plenty of those roles yeah and um you know you're definitely back on track more than you were 24 hours ago yeah can't a blonde white guy get a catch up in hollywood <laughs> right exactly um so of course, Bitman barges back in and sees that all the kids are drinking. The party is still going, going strong, 
and um, Riley runs off to puke. That's um, one of the the student, you know, the main student from a couple weeks ago that we know that Henry is very fond of. He convinced her to rejoin the play. And, you know, she comes out of the bathroom post-puke. Evie uh, helped her in there. And she's feeling a lot better, but she's not feeling good about Henry. Um, and this is where she confronts him about the fact that she heard through the grapevine from the other students that he's leaving the school. You know, say said somebody, somebody said something about a swan song yeah. and what's going was, on here. Yeah. And, how, how dare you leave a job as a high school drama teacher to start in a massive movie? Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're completely betraying us. Yeah. Um. So we, we go back to the after party where, uh, as you said, Mitman has turned over a completely new leaf. He is now yeah. he's now leading the party. He's on and, the I, and I need to say that, like, the least realistic thing about this entire episode to me is the fact that there's not a single cell phone out. Because if this happened and you're at the party, every single kid right. would have their phone out filming the entire thing, texting their friends. Oh, my God. Look at Mitman. Right. Like, you know, but um, yeah, zero phones in anyone's hands. The least realistic thing about this this yeah. entire episode. I would say maybe the entire series. <laughs> an entire series. An entire yeah. history of the medium. Yes, probably. Um, Although maybe they're very strict. It's like going to one of these uh, fancy parties now where you got to lock your phone before you go in. Yeah. So everyone's yeah. having a good time until the real bad cop shows up. Ah. Namely, Principal Gordon. Boo. Do we know who this uh, lady is? Jean Villapieu? Uh, I mean, we know that Jean Villapieu. Yeah, we know she that she's originally from New Jersey. Oh, let's see. She was on Better Call Saul for one episode. Probably not important. Doreen Valco. That name doesn't ring a bell. Um, yeah, she she seems like she's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's, nothing, in, lots, uh, she's in Bojack. Yeah, she's in yeah, a lot of stuff. But, but nothing. Uh, uh, oh, she was in 42 episodes of AP Bio. So that seems to be her main okay. uh, She was in New Girl. She was in Veep. She, she was in yeah a lot of shows that we've seen. In that we've yeah, seen. a lot of stuff just like one episode. Oh, 20 episodes of something called Up All Night. I don't know. She looks familiar to me. I guess I'm just recognizing. Oh, she was in Curb. She was she a was, nurse. Was she the she was wide vagina? Oh. Yes, that's what was it she? is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm looking at it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. She was in the, the N-word. Is that the same episode? Oh, the N-word. That's a good question. Um I don't think it's her. I don't think it's wide vagina girl. Larry goes to the hospital to see his new girlfriend in orthopedist while in the bathroom. He overhears herself. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Vagina. Yeah. Sorry. Different nurse. Yeah. No. I. I. She does yeah. look similar to her. I see. What you're yeah. Saying. No. But yeah. Different nurse. I'm sure her vagina is very narrow. <laughs> or just it's appropriately sized. Sure. Whatever it is. I. I apologize <laughs> for. Uh, for bringing it up, Gene. Um. So yeah. So Principal Gordon is here. She's very pissed. Obviously, mostly at Mitman because she's like, I thought you said you like resolved this. Yeah. It's very much not resolved. It seems yeah. to be worse than the original party. Uh, at least kids weren't getting drunk at the original party. That was outside the parking lot as opposed to inside the library. Um, and she's like, kids, clean up and get the hell out of here. Henry Mittman, you go to my office. Um, and Ron comes in and, you know, in his uh, his moments of confusion, he grabs the little uh, saffron, whatever the fuck it is that Lucy made and swallows it in one bite. And it works. It clears his sinuses. His smell is back. Yeah, uh, I'll say this about Lucy. Her her dishes always do what she says they're gonna do. Yes, like, that is true. Physiologically, they might yes. taste like shit. Yes, but, um, like but it, it kind of, this honestly this resolution annoyed me a little because as Ron takes it out, Lucy watches him and says nothing. She's sort of in shock before he eats it, but like 
it, you know, as I said, as soon as we saw it at the end of the episode, I knew that Ron was going to end up eating it somehow. But it should have been a little more. There should have been a little more to it than like Lucy is just so stupid. She leaves the, uh, you know, she leaves the container just sitting there. Like why, you know, there should have been more to it. I feel like. Yeah, although I I feel like I've been there at times where sometimes like you just freeze when like something is happening that. Like, yeah, but but like said, I'm saying, but why would you leave your two thousand? You'd be super careful. It'd be in your pocket all night. You'd be, you know, you wouldn't just leave it on the counter. Like I, I got, felt like I knew it was going to accidentally be eaten, but I wanted there to be right. more effort involved. Right, right, right. okay, yeah. fair enough. Fine. Right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the the uh, the COVID loss of sense of smell has been recovered. Been restored. I yeah. I do not. I currently have no sense of smell. Although I don't think I don't believe due to COVID, because to my knowledge, I never had COVID. Yeah. Um, more of just like a. Uh, chronic sinus uh, thing that has finally resulted in me not being able to smell you never had covid though well i don't know. i don't know yeah. so at this point you're probably not testing so i've yeah. never tested positive for covid i've also yeah. never tested negative for covid so i really don't have a lot of it you've never oh you told me this a couple of years but that's still true you never took a covid test i've never taken a covid test that boggles my mind that's so crazy yeah never taken one. yeah um, you never traveled during like 2021 at all or um i guess where if i I don't remember exactly yeah. at this point, but right. wherever I did, whatever, I yeah. wasn't. Whatever it is, you didn't. Yeah. I obviously was never required to take one. Yes, yes, I would have taken yes. one, and yeah. I never felt compelled to otherwise. I never had symptoms yeah. that made me feel like I needed to take one. Um, yeah. And now, you know, we're well past the point where I would ever take one, even yeah. if even if I had like symptoms that I was like, oh, this is obviously COVID. I would still just say, yeah. Whatever, I think that, I think they've even dropped. I had a procedure um, in the hospital last month or this month actually it was in March, and the reason I know it's in March is because. Um, like they, I called them the day before to say, Hey, so I'm, t- I'm getting the COVID test. And they, Oh no, as of March 1st, we no longer need it. I'm like, Oh, okay, oh great. So, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so yeah, so Henry, uh, comes out of the principal's office, hanging his head in shame. And we learn that he has been fired. Well, uh, well, he hasn't been fired, which is confusing. What she says to him as he walks out of the office is see me Monday after school. And then Evie says, Oh, I'm so sorry. Does that mean you're fired? And he says, yeah. If he's fired, why does he have to come back to school on Monday to see her again? Right, like oh, if he's just fired, for like paperwork or whatever. But 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 I mean, I, I don't know. Just if he's fired, like don't come back to school at all. And then also, why would he care? He wanted to quit. Now we're gonna find out in a minute he didn't. But like, well, but that's why. Yeah, but it's just um, yeah. It's, it's because of what we're gonna find out in a minute, which is yeah. that he doesn't want to be fired. He wants okay. to still have this job. Yeah. Um, well, well, or it could be that like you know, like many times in life. Um, you think you want something until like you lose the other thing and now you realize, oh, that's actually not really what I wanted. Like, you know, by having the job taken away, maybe that's what makes him realize that this is the life that he really wants now, as opposed to this, like, you know, dream that he's been chasing in his mind. Here's what I'll say. Go make the movie because the uh, the the drama teacher gig will still be there. You, or or at least a drama teacher gig. Yeah, like, perhaps not at this school. <laughs> in fact, it might, yes. Yeah. Go, yes. Go do the movie in Tunisia. Get paid whatever you're going to get paid. Keep your options open to potentially be yeah. you know, a recurring character in a, in a big cinematic franchise. And then you can always find a drama job somewhere. Probably, if anything, more doors will be open to you for drama jobs by being in a big movie. Yes. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, plus, you still you actually uh, have regular sex with Jennifer Garner as part of one one deal and not the other. So, yeah. you know, we'll put that in the pro going to Tunisia yes. ledger as well. <laughs> um, you know, Henry, as we were just saying, you know, Henry, you know, re- realizes that like, you know, this uh, this was just like a dream, and you know, but this is my life now, and you know, the, the idea of like starting over again from scratch on like another, you know, a third career essentially, um, is just like too much to bear. And, you know, this is my life now. This is what I want. And Evie is, like, crushed. But, like, to her credit, she, like, completely understands. Like, she gets it. She's way too nice. 
I, well, I don't think nice is the right word. Like, what is she supposed She's to way do? Too understanding. I don't think so. I, I, I mean, think... he's also dumping her. Well, he's dumping her because she's leaving to go move across the world. And like, that's not going to work out. Well, it was an agreement they made together. Okay. Yeah. I, I think someone's allowed to change their mind about sure, relocating. But, uh, okay, to but you're, the, you're allowed to be pissed at a renegger and he's a renegger. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we've seen for, well, compared to what uh, Jack body does to which he's completely understanding what Henry yeah, does she's is nowhere near to, as bad. Yeah. yeah she's way so, too easy going. You know, general. if she reacted that way to like her, you know, longstanding boyfriend cheating on her, you know, yeah. and she's just like, cool, we'll talk about it later. No worries. I don't yeah. This party for Ron. Yeah. Uh, but you know, this is um, not as uh, big of an infraction, I would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's like, listen, you know, I'm doing what's right for me or doing what's right for you. And it's just unfortunate that those are not on the same page at the current moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but at least we have two months together. So let's make the most of it. Ooh. Um, yeah. Henry should definitely make the most of those two months. I agree. Yeah. Um, so um, Mit now Mittman walks out of the principal's office and we find out that Henry's firing has been reduced to a warning. As we see that Mittman has used the uh, pictures of Principal Gordon's son to blackmail her into getting both of their jobs back. Ah, uh, yes, the very security video that would have made this entire episode impossible. And by the way, this also doesn't make sense because even if he has blackmail over her son, they still were overseeing a party, Henry and especially Mittman, and now the principal also, in which all these kids were drinking alcohol, et cetera, et cetera. And that's going to get out, right? Like dozens of kids are this story, yeah. even if none of them are taking pictures and video, which also they'd be like, they're going to tell their friends there would have to be consequences here. Yeah, well, what we've learned is that Principal Gordon is very good at covering things up. So, I guess so. Yeah, you know, she's uh, she's probably right on top of this one too. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, just a warning. No, no big deal. And outside, Ron is like wondering out loud, "Why don't I just fire this lawyer? He's always like fucking up all of my <laughs> legal matters." Yeah. And um, I think it's Henry who's like, "Yeah, good question. Why don't you uh, fire the lawyer?" He's like, "Well, I can't really. He did me a favor once, and I kind of feel like I'm indebted to him now forever." Um, I guess that's what I should do. That's a good way to get clients, right? Just go out and do favors for people that they have no choice but to give the give all their legal work to you. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna so. try. I'm gonna try that. Um, you By should way, go, you should I go need... start doing favors for professional sports franchises. All right, I'll try. I'll think of some favors that they need done. Um, I need to retract what I said earlier about the lack of cell phones being the least realistic thing about the episode. Okay, there's something but, even more. Yeah, the fact that Ron has this giant tablet, which is not in a case, which he carries around all the time, and yet the screen does not have any cracks on it. <laughs> that's the most unreal. Like, there, well, there's no world in which Ron doesn't drop that. that well, maybe he just got it today. Uh, still, he, he takes it out of the box and drops yeah. it immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I yeah, that. he's um yeah he's constantly uh you know doing these little videos and um no case and yet uh and and it's not even like he's sitting at a desk he's walking and talking he's sitting on a tile of pile of books it's in all different sort of uncomfortable positions, yeah yeah um and Ron is you know he's going on and saying that like yeah at this point he really has no idea who even owns the company uh but we do know is that whoever does own the company is down one van because that one has been smashed up by the food serving the food service union uh representatives um they really will fuck you up yeah and I'm confused by his confusion like it, it's binary it's it's him and Constance right the percent like there, there's no third possibility is there well, the question is, is it him or is it maybe Constance owns the whole thing now? We don't even know. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. It just depends how the lawyer filled up the form. That's all that yep. matters. Mm -hmm. 
Um, <laughs> and um, Roman is trying to cheer up Lucy, uh, throwing her own advice back at her. The very her advice. The very advice that you gave me earlier, uh, which I rejected, <laughs> I'm now giving to you. Isn't that how it works, right? Yeah. Persevere, try again, a new idea, everything will be great. And... Um, Ron uh, Ron gets a final call from Constance, who was pl- who's pleased to report that there finally is clarity. Um, so here, here, this would suggest that the uh, ayahuasca stages are are much quicker than what I think. But I think yeah. what I think is right. Like it's not like a ten minute thing. Yeah, I, th- I think you're high for like a long time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Well, but I mean, I think the down part is also like hours. Oh, oh yeah. I don't, I don't think you just like vomit for an hour and then like it's amazing. Like then. Oh, I thought like, I, I, that's my perception, but I don't. Oh, know. okay. So maybe you're right. Honestly, I yeah. I don't. Know. Either way, the whole process would be longer than I. I think I'm basing this party. mostly on like other pop culture. So like, who the hell even knows? No, so am I mostly. Very exclusively. Um. So yeah. So her clarity is that time is a sphere that doesn't exist, and she goes on and on on like some very high rant. As Ron keeps asking over and over again, "Who owns the company? Who owns the company? Who owns the company?" As we hit the final credits of uh, possibly for the last time, um, we were hopeful that there will be a season four, uh, but maybe not. But if we do, we're uh, we're excited that there might be someone else back in the fold because in our post credit scene, we jump ahead four months. We're at the Brisno Studios affiliates press junket where uh, Henry and Ron are getting ready backstage. The host is very insistent that the crew not interact at all with the guests. And Ron agrees that they will be seen, but not heard. And he says, no, not even seen. But it seems very hard to work a party without being seen by the guests. But okay, Yeah. And uh, both uh, Ron and Henry are very excited about how things are going. Everything is trending up uh, both professionally and personally. Everything is, you know, going as swimmingly as it could. And as Henry prepares the lemons, he spots someone stealing a bottle of alcohol over on the side. And who is it? It's our very own Casey Klein back Woo! for the final scene of the of the season. And they're both completely shocked to see each other. Neither, you know, he, of course, didn't expect that she would be here. She can't believe that he's still working here. Yeah. And, um, you know, she tells him that she hates her job. She wants to get just get drunk and blow it up. And the uh, host is like uh, a little critical of her for drinking. Apparently, there's been some uh, previous instances where she's gotten in trouble and uh, ruined some stuff due to alcohol. Uh, but he's obviously much more upset at Henry because he was specifically told you're not allowed to talk to any of the guests. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. We used to work together. We're friends. Like, it's it's not a thing. He can talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they our season ends with them hugging it out. And she whispers in his ear that she plans to quit this whole thing soon. And uh, Ron comes in saying she can't can't believe Casey's here. And our season ends with the camera zooming out on Henry's face with a smile from ear to ear. Uh, very happy to have Casey back in his life, as are we. Yep. Uh, cheers off. This was the, the, the least incest I've ever seen on a podcast. <laughs> very little incest. Yeah. Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. How would you rate this episode? Um, I really love this episode. Um, it's I, I think it really even putting the Casey stuff aside, I thought ended on a really good and like realistic note. Like the whole like we we've kind of been saying from the beginning, like they have great chemistry together, but the whole Henry Evie couple thing didn't really make a ton of sense just because of like the different worlds that they operate in. And it's 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 appropriate to me that it kind of ended with that being the reason for them to break up. Is that that was always going to be a tension that despite her efforts to kind of drag Henry into her world, um, we're, we're likely to 
never materialize completely properly. Um, so, you know, I, I think that made sense. I think that felt right. Um, it was really great just like having this um, this last send off. I thought the whole um, party with the kids and everything was really fun. Uh, the Roman Kyle coming back to kind of like the center of like their push and pull between each other was was good um that was kind of missing this all season so it was fun to see that again um and i'll say this episode um may, I'm, i might be giving it a little bonus points here as kind of like a season finale because i just thought it really tied everything together really well but i will say it is pretty 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 good four and a half really strong end to the season really uh great that we got these uh new episodes of party down so exciting to have done this for the last uh six weeks or so and just hoping that we get another chance one day hopefully there'll be more yeah i really like this episode also i think probably the strongest of the season i think um three four and six were my favorite three and then uh the first two and then last week were my, my the three i liked a little bit less um so i think you know i think it was definitely gonna be at least a four pretty episode and um, if you're not expecting Casey, her appearance post credits, I think probably really blows the roof off, uh, pushes it up to five pretties. For anyone who wasn't who wasn't a pretty, pretty good listener, they were completely shocked. Yeah. But but what if you were expecting Casey and she never came and you never gave up hope and then she came in right <laughs> at the buzzer? In that case, it is very much pretty, 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 pretty good. The full five pretties. Um, yeah. A, a great. I was a little bit lower throughout the season, but I think uh, it really the season ends out really, really well. I'm really, really happy with it. Um, and yeah, I, I think I think that the way they left it off, I, I'm definitely I have higher expectations for a season four. Do I think it's a done deal? No, but I think it's like 80 percent likely. Like, I think it's in the works. But, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it would be kind of silly to bring her back if there wasn't a at least a, a an intent or a hope to do another season, because like otherwise, like that scene is just stupid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it's still just, you know, it leaves it off on an ellipse for Henry that like maybe they'll reconnect. But like, I think that's like a strong indication that they're trying to make a season four happen and, yep. and continue that. Yeah, I agree. Oh, come on. Be a come with guy. Uh, who is your come with guy? Uh, my come with guy, come with guy is uh, Vice Principal Mittman, uh, the greatest vice principal we've ever seen. Uh, he has a, a hard exterior, but he's all uh, soft and bushy inside and just wants to get drunk and high and uh, jam with the kids. Yeah, so so many people possibly uh, deserve it here. Mittman, as you said, is great. Um, Evie is like the nicest girlfriend ever, obviously, as, as we've discussed. Uh, Lucy helps uh, clear out Ron Sinuses, allows him to breathe for the first time in a long time. To me, though, it's going to be a, a three-way tie between uh, myself for calling the Casey would show up. <laughs> the COVID guy is myself. Uh, yeah, uh, Casey for showing up. And Ken Marino, uh, not Ron Donald, but Ken Marino, the actor, for not only not giving it away, but giving even more credence to the Chester's wrong position, thanks to his incredible acting. Um, I think uh, the tiebreaker will go to my uh, my lord and savior, Ken Marino. What a phenomenal job by him. Um, completely uh, misdirecting us and um, and then um, give, giving us even more excitement as it ends up happening. Oh, what? I'm the asshole here? I am. I'm, I'm the asshole? I'm the asshole. Oh, I get it. I'm the asshole here, huh? Put your clothes on, Gordon. No one wants to see your penis. No one. Well, why? Maybe I'll win an award for best cock. Well, let's get to our uh, final fucking asshole of the season. Yeah, um, I was uh, I had a little bit of trouble with this one, but ultimately I went with Kyle um, for both being old and for not knowing how to read. The fact that like <laughs> we, we 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 glossed over that scene where he's like 
saying that, oh, I thought when they like I referred to him as son, I didn't think that was literal. <laughs> like, what a, what a, you're an idiot. Um, so yeah, I'm glad to have Kyle back in the fucking asshole chair where he belongs because he's always been my least favorite of the crew. And um, you know, everything that is uh old is new again. Yeah, and also let's not forget that he's you know almost 40 years old and he's hitting on a girl in high school. So. Yeah, that's true, right? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah another uh asshole move. Yeah, so tremendous creep. Yeah, so not a great job by Kyle. Uh, ends the season uh, a little bit of a low note, even though he's on a high note because he's, uh, you know, he started the season as uh, starring in some superhero show, loses it, and he ends the season in the same place. So it's kind of even Steven for him, although, you know, maybe he's not the star. He's the dad of the star, but yeah, still right. pretty good. We will come back. At some point next week, probably maybe a little bit later with the postman, not exactly sure when we'll do that, which I guess leads to the general question, which is what happens next. I don't know if we know. I don't know if we have to decide right now. I will note that it's Passover. We're both going to be traveling. So we probably will be on a little bit of an off schedule yeah. for at least the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And perhaps I when we get to the next postman is also when we'll discuss what, if anything, happens after that. And so postman senders should perhaps send ideas for that as well yeah yeah so, so send those both in send in your regular postman for this episode um it might as alex was saying it might be a little bit of time before we even get to the postman just because with the holidays we'll try to squeeze it in next week but if we don't it'll be sometime soon um and then yeah we'll uh we'll take a little bit of a step back we'll uh we'll take in your ideas We'll we'll think them over. I have some ideas of, of my own, um, but where I would like things to go next. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll put those all on the table and then we'll take it from there. Um, yeah. This has been really fun. I uh, hope you've all enjoyed Party Down over the last uh, what is it now? Uh, almost six months, right? That we've been in the Party Down universe. Um, yeah, whenever we finished rehearsal, November something yeah. like that. Well, it's, yeah, we did uh, we we did twenty six episodes plus a few movies, so yeah, probably over over six months, um, a little bit over half a year that we've been uh, immersed in Party Down, and I'm excited to you know think about something new or something old, and um, we'll see we'll see what uh, what form that takes. I know that Curb will be back as well at some point, but I. I, I would assume that like whatever we decide to do next will be put on hold if and when Curb comes back on TV because that's uh, always been yeah, our but uh, we're not going to get Curb until at least the fall I think uh, yes my uh, I actually re reached out to one of our inside sources who uh, who gave me a uh, a rough timeline of what we could expect and yeah. uh, you're right it will no, not be it will fall not be fall would be the podcast, fall would but... be the earliest um, yeah. and he and I was told maybe as late as Feb February 2024. Mm, yeah, so we definitely have some time to kill. Yep. Although uh, we're just a month away from, I think May fourth will be season three of the other two, starring Ken Marino. So go grab your. Uh, if you haven't <laughs> seen the first two seasons, you got a month to catch up on HBO Max. You should definitely do that. Yeah, you definitely do that. All right, off. I will talk to you when we discuss the Postman uh, sometime in the next few days. Or all right, sounds whatever. great, and uh, happy Passover, everyone. Bye.